Welcome to the Species Hall of Fame. I'm Quinn Wheeler. There are about 50 species in the family Philaeidae, the leaf insects. As the name suggests, these insects are noteworthy for their general appearance that looks surprisingly like a leaf. More or less broad and flattened, green or brown in color, with leaf-like lobes or extensions on the body and or legs, they visually blend into the vegetation where they are found and on which they feed. Leaf insects are distributed from islands in the Indian Ocean to South Asia, Southeast Asia, Papua New Guinea, and Australia in the Western Pacific. Melanesia, encompassing New Guinea, the Solomon Islands, Fiji, New Caledonia, and nearby islands, is strikingly diverse for leaf insects. Even more, studies suggest that Melanesia may be the ancient source for all living Philaeidae. Leaf insects are from one to four inches in length. When males are not present, females may reproduce parthenogenetically. When they lay eggs, they fling or drop them to the ground, where nymphs hatch, then climb upward on vegetation. Their family tree, no pun intended, is currently being reevaluated in light of new information that includes recently discovered species, reanalysis of morphology, and a growing database of molecular sequences. The earliest known fossil of a leaf insect dates to about 47 million years ago. In 1519, the Venetian scholar and explorer Antonio Pigafetta joined Ferdinand Magellan on his famous expedition to the Spice Islands and, following Magellan's death in the Philippines, was one of only 18 men to complete the entire circumnavigation. In his diary, he records what is thought to be the first reference to a leaf insect by a European. He commented that on Simbambon Island, there are certain trees, the leaves of which, when they fall, are animated and walk about. Clearly, he was mistaken about what he had seen. Yet, without closer inspection, he could be forgiven for being fooled by such elaborately camouflaged insects. Richard Dawkins once described evolution as improbability on a colossal scale. His words certainly apply to leaf insects, or walking leaves as they are sometimes called, and not just in Pigafetta's colorful report. These insects mimic leaves in astonishingly fine detail. Shape, size, color, what appear to be midrib and veins of a leaf, and even dark spots resembling diseased leaves and irregular margins appearing to be leaves with a bite taken out of their edge, all play into Philaeidae camouflage. Were that not enough, even their behavior could be leaf-like, whether sitting still among real leaves on a branch or while moving about. When they walk, they may sway in a manner reminiscent of a leaf in a breeze. Leaf insects are strongly sexually dimorphic, and it can be difficult to confidently match up males and females of one species. Males are smaller and fly. Females are larger and relatively stationary, spending their lives in the forest canopy. The same camouflage that makes them so impressive, giving them a good measure of protection from predators, also hides them from the gaze of insect collectors, making many species rare in museum collections. A new genus was recently described from the Solomon Islands and Papua New Guinea with a name that is a mouthful, Va'abambamphilium. The name is derived from a phrase from the Teop language meaning wait for the night to come, combined with philium, a Latinized form of the Greek word for leaf. Motionless by day, 
these insects venture out after dark. Perhaps not surprisingly, for this reason they too are rarely collected and little is known about them. A new species in the genus is Vaabombomphilium raffatae. This species is, at least so far, known from a single specimen collected at Mount Hagen, Western Highlands Province, Papua New Guinea. The preserved specimen has faded to yellow, but was green in life. It's about 53 millimeters, or just over 2 inches in length. The specific epithet is a patronym honoring Rafida Munsey, who, with her husband Larry, have lived in Borneo for the past 17 years, studying the diverse fauna of longhorn beetles. Naming new species based on single specimens is often frowned upon in taxonomic circles, the preference being to wait until a sufficient number of specimens have been collected to assess variation. But in practice, the wisdom of this depends. In some groups, with species showing only slight differences in high variability, it could verge on taxonomic malpractice to race to describe a singleton. But in many other cases, including this one, a species is so obviously different from any of its relatives, so unique, that there really is no reason to wait to make its existence known. Details setting this new leaf insect apart from close relatives. Let's shave off a minute of the podcast and call it V. Raffidae, shall we? Include abdominal segments of relatively equal width, lobes on the femora of the front legs that are wider than the femoral shaft, interior and exterior lobes on the middle legs of approximately equal width. Such conspicuous attributes, especially in the hands of a knowledgeable expert, is more than enough evidence to justify hypothesizing species status. And making the species known encourages additional collecting and observations. The appeal of having a leaf insect as a pet is obvious, and about a dozen species have been commercially sold in the marketplace. Given what is happening to their habitats and our inadequate knowledge of their population status and natural history, caution should be exercised to avoid over-collecting them for amusement. If you find yourself in Melanesia and think you've seen cavorting foliage, put down your Mai Tai and don't be a pig of feta. Leave it to the experts. This is Quentin Wheeler for the Species Hall of Fame.